Clang Magazine is paid for by supporters like you at www.clangmag.co and by the following sponsors. Clang Magazine presents The Zone. Hey, sonic artists and audio practitioners. Are you looking for an all-in-one place where you could test out the latest and cutting-edge digital signal processing through exclusive music software VST demos? as well as a curated library of sample packs and recording stem wave packs from both your favorite artists and gear companies, as well as more up-and-coming music tech developers and producers? (gasps) Are you also looking for monthly remix and composition projects given to a community of like-minded sonic artists on a kick-ass Discord service that can also get you featured on the Clang site and podcast? (sighs) Well... Look no further than The Zone at clangmag.co, our fucking sick paid subscription service that helps us keep all of the writing, mixes, and podcasting free for you, the viewer, the reader, the listener, while also potentially putting some kick-ass clanging resources in your hand. Go get yourself some software, some sample packs, and some stem packs. Join us in the zone www.clangmag.co you are now listening to clang magazine So, this is the Clang Mix series. Yeah, it's a series. What we got going on here? Well, every month or so, perhaps more than once a month, hopefully sooner rather than later, we will be presenting an original live mix and accompanying essay from a DJ that we fuck with. Uh, Not the first online platform to do this. But we're hoping that, you know, the we're giving the DJ and the artist the platform not only to spin, but also to speak and to write uh, their thoughts on the mixing process and what inspired them with each of the mixes that they'll be presenting for us. Uh, we hope you appreciate that, that insight and that sort of uh, context behind the content. Uh, this month. For January, we have Jake Williams coming in from the UK. Just a little bit about Jake. Jake is a composer, an improviser, researcher, and educator with a particular interest in radical creative abroad. Uh, sorry, radical creative applications of digital DJ technology. He has performed extensively in the UK and abroad, both solo and as part of many collaborative music and audiovisual and live art projects. He is currently the resident DJ at the London Performance Art Night Runt of the Litter. You can check out Jake's work at jfbwilliams.com. You can find them on social media at jake1one.uk. That's jake1uk. At jake1uk. All right. That's about it from me. I'm going to hand it off to Jake in his lovely British accent. 
which makes us sound super official and intellectual. Gotta love it. Enough of the American. Enough of the Yank. Bring on the King's English. Against crate digging. A DJ mix made from recordings of other DJs' Instagrams, Shazam tracks, and the Beatport Top 10 chart. Features extensive use of the sync button and low-quality YouTube rips. Recently, a video promoting the DJ OK Williams' upcoming show at the London Club Phonox appeared in my Facebook feed. The clip was of her playing an energetic, Darude-esque edit on a large festival stage. Whilst the crowd seemed to be enjoying themselves, the comments section had a different mood. Williams, a young black woman, was getting heat from predominantly white, middle-aged men for the types of scene-ruining transgressions that will be familiar to those who have spent time in online spaces for vinyl purists. DJs have lost the art of crate digging, the obsessive search for rare vinyl records. DJs now just rip off other DJ sets, use music discovery apps like Shazam, the accusation being that these apps can only identify commercial music, rip music in low quality from YouTube and only play tracks sourced from the Beatport Top 10 chart. DJs have lost the art of beat matching, manually getting two records in time with each other. DJs now just use the ever controversial sync button or automatic tempo matching. DJs shouldn't be dancing on social media. They shouldn't be on social media in general and shouldn't be dancing at all. Even Detroit OG Kenny Larkin recently posted that back in his day, DJs didn't have time to jump around like a dork because they were too busy beat matching. DJs shouldn't own a phone, or at least not be so disrespectful as to rest one on a hallowed Technics 1210 turntable. In these sorts of comments and posts, we see differing readings of digital music, production, discovery, performance, promotion, used as metonyms for frustration at a world that is changing in ways the authors don't like or understand. Many of these claims come under the banner of authenticity. Music discovery and performance possibilities offered by digital technologies detract from the true craft of DJ. Popular music scholars have long argued that appeals to authenticity are often deeply tied to assumptions about race, gender and sexuality, and that the holder of these opinions would probably deny them. However, the commenters are mostly white, straight, middle-aged men, and their claims of inauthenticity and laziness are disproportionately aimed at women of colour. This is in the context of a dance music industry where structural racism is a deep reality, and its major players have done little to reckon with this fact after their largely performative support for the Black Lives Matter movement. See the excellent techno materialism manifesto for more on this. However, until seeing a number of similar posts around this time, I had naively thought that this kind of online misogyny or misogynoir and dance had shrunk back into the more hidden corners of internet discussion. In an interview with Narc magazine in 2021, turntablist Mariam Rezai pointed out this is not the case and stressed the value she places on addressing these issues regularly and directly with the new generation of DJs she is teaching. In an earlier interview in 2010 with Galdem, O.K. Williams herself spoke about the considerable challenges she has faced as a black woman working in techno. It is important to point out that I am the only one who's actually sourcing tracks from other DJs' Instagrams, the Beatport Top 10, YouTube rips, etc. Not Williams or any of her peers. I should also add that I don't think it'd be bad if they were. A quick scan through Resident Advisors' Art of DJing, however, reveals widely diverse approaches to digital music collection and performance with and without sync button, from serious artists who work very hard at their craft. There are certainly DJs out there that are as talentless and lazy and narcissistic as the commenters are suggesting, 
but shockingly they existed before CDJs and social media, and there are still a fair few who play vinyl. Arguments about the relative value of vinyl versus digital are well-worn, and intelligent critiques of how platform capitalism is reshaping the musical world are also many and varied, but I do not wish to go over this ground here. The title Against Crate Digging has two purposes. First, to satirically reverse the terms of the scene policing that digital DJing is subject to by the commenters, and second, to identify the novel creative possibilities afforded by digital DJ technology. When exploring the creative possibilities of contemporary DJ gear, an obvious starting point is the freedom to play any audio file. As my interest lies in soundscape composition, my first impulse is to play with field recordings, particularly field recorded music. So far, this has included recorded music heard playing from Bluetooth speakers in my area during lockdown, as well as various real world spaces mediated by the internet, such as Twitch streams and sex chat rooms. Sonically, I find this interesting because the music takes on the reverberant qualities of the space where it is playing, is blended with the other sounds in the environment, and is affected by the mediating technologies like speakers, recorder, and internet compression algorithms. This is similar to the film sound design technique Walter Murch called worldizing. Murch, who is also a music concrete composer, developed the technique on the film American Graffiti. He would play music from the soundtrack through speakers onto the set and re-record it, lending the resulting audio the sonic equivalent of what cinematographers call depth of field. It is an improvisatory practice because it's a collaboration with unpredictable elements, both in the environment and the technology. This is similar to the studio recording technique re-amping, where audio is played through specific amplifiers in a live room and recorded both as solo channels and as room recordings, although worldizing picks up a lot more additional environmental sound. The second part of my process is using Shazam to identify as much of the music playing in the recordings as possible. This has an over 50% hit rate, which is impressive and refutes the often commented claim that it's only good for discovering pop or commercial tracks. I find this a fascinating way of discovering music, a digital form of crate digging, if you will. But it also allows for the blending of worldized versions with the originals. This opens up possibilities for expressive textual transitions and on-the-fly remixes. For this mix, given the conceptual starting point, the obvious choice was to use clips of DJs playing at festivals and clubs I've found on Instagram. This gives some purpose to my obsessive scrolling of DJs profiles, which since COVID has vicariously replaced going out, and the sonic quality of the clips are interesting as many of them are lo-fi phone recordings. In their much-cited text, Last Night a DJ Saved My Life, Broughton and Brewster stress the importance of the crate digger mentality for DJs. You have to develop an excitement for vinyl that verges on a fetish. They are often suspicious of DJ academics and would probably raise an eyebrow to my conceptual anti-digging approach. It is true that some academics who write about dance music and culture seemingly utilize theoretical constructs to justify why the dance music they like is more important than the stuff they don't. Dubstep or UK funky are not sufficiently new, joyous, revolutionary, part of a continuum, for example. I am, however, deeply suspicious of the idea you have to be some kind of musical expert in the collector sense to be a good DJ. In this instance, Broughton, Brewster and the academics they criticise are making the same mistake, for they place too much focus on the music itself rather than the dancers and the environments in which the music is played in. Whilst UK Funky and Dubstep are both sick and important, what is more interesting to me about DJing is the improvisation that happens when, 
as DJ Spooky puts it, content meets context. One of the amazing things about DJing is how the same piece of recorded music can have radically different meanings depending on where it is played and to whom. In Music in Everyday Life, Tia Denora describes this as the listener and the music reconstituting each other in real time. This is perhaps most apparent in the joyful and emancipatory use of mainstream pop edits on subaltern queer dance floors. This gives us another angle on the practice of worldizing, that the most important part of the improvisatory practice is playing recorded music in a space with people. To be fair, Broughton and Brewster nail this when they say that the truth about DJing is that it is an emotional improvisational art form. It is, however, possible for this truth to push up hard against what might be considered as good taste. This brings me to my inclusion of tracks from the Beatport Top 10 chart. It's not just the Jeremy Clarkson-like trolls who view the Beatport chart as basic. Many self-respecting underground DJs wouldn't go anywhere near it either. They view what is to be found there as fodder for mainstream commercial mega clubs and Las Vegas VIP rooms only. Well, I'm here to tell you that there are in fact some bangers in the Beatport chart and that I would have not discovered unless this project had led me there. Any excessive breakdown build-up elements can easily be circumvented with digital DJ technology if required. I played an IRL version of this mix at Run to the Litter, a London queer performance art night where I am the resident DJ, and these tracks got some of the best responses. No wonder they're popular. This mix is a partial recreation of what I played on that night, and as any DJ will tell you, it is very difficult to capture the feeling of a social setting alone in your bedroom. I make no great claims for it, other than it's a fun and interesting way to navigate the endless and sometimes overwhelming world of digital music and to think through some of the political issues connecting music people and the environment. As electronic music polymath Elijah recently posted, more people casually DJing is good for music, and I would agree wholeheartedly. The truth is not that we have lost something authentic from DJ culture. It is that the true creative possibilities are as yet underexplored. Huge respect to the artist whose Instagrams I rated for this mix, all of whom are superb DJs, much better than myself, and you should check them out at any opportunity. TTB, Anurag, Jubilee, Kerry Chandler, LB, Ben UFO, Object, Peach, J-Light, and I Have a Dream. Be cognizant of that context when you're here. 
support to everybody for dancing, never begrudge anybody for playing a show like this. I mean, I did it, but Hustex enjoys everything with its music. This music comes from Sheer Flap working class communities, and nothing, everything we do in this space on the Aboriginal land needs to consider that. Peace.
This is our MJ Apollo remix. Okay, we remixed it. Wow, wow, wow. Uh huh. You know what? <laughs> okay. Wow. Say, ooh, ooh. It's time. Say, ooh, ooh. I know you know nobody can't stop it I keep a secret and I won't cut it I know you know nobody can't stop it I'll be the last if it is He's still like it is a way you move your hips and touch it for me And your boss and let me smell of your honey I love you more than me gold girl and me money I want to take your woman and try to shit to my mommy uh. yeah. Switch is taboo, switch is taboo I'm gonna love you, baby uh-huh. yeah. Switch is taboo, switch is taboo I'm gonna love you, baby Shopping in a Piccadilly, got to get my composure Girl, I can't talk silly Look how you love up the DJ, so this is my time for me Now tell me you're busy, sweet is the movie and you can't part When me day you work, me you forget me phone call Yes, you want the girl for me, the DJ sent all And you know me love you after a haul Sweet is the movie, sweet is the movie I'm in love with you, baby Sweet is the movie, sweet is the movie I'm in love with you, baby Give me the Efectivo. Me tratan de matir como que era, les salgo vivo La cotorra que tengo lo manda para el intensivo La guerra no ha empezado y ya se le acaban los tiros yeah. Afuera tengo un panamera Sabes 
Salimos por la carretera, la gente a mí me pregunta y yo le digo que yo estoy Marianela, 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 yo le digo que yo estoy Marianela, 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 yo le digo que yo estoy Marianela, 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 Marianela,
Prince, prince, 